At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting, this is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's never too early to prepare for the big game. We want to make sure VEASAN is part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs. And then on championship weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage. Are you kidding me? 56 hours on VEASAN.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game bedcast. You better believe I will be live betting this week. I just love live betting. It's the biggest game of the year. Make plans now to join VEASAN betting experts before, during, and after the action on VEASAN.com. I hold it, Kushner, hanging out with you here from the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. It's a VEASAN podcast, a local podcast. If you like betting on Colorado sports, if you ever are betting on a Colorado team, whether it be pro or college, check it out. If you just like my voice, check it out. And if you don't like my voice, check it out. Beeson's Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Before I get into this uh, AFC masterpiece, I cannot wait for the Bills and the Chiefs tonight. I, I can't believe Tom Brady against the Rams is like the appetizer for this. I do want to bring something up. You can follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio, at Holden Radio. And I just talked about Jokic being the best NBA player, right? Um, and, and Ryan G. First of all, thanks for checking it out, Ryan. We appreciate that here. First time I've ever heard someone say Jokic is the best player in the NBA. He's definitely in the conversation. I'm telling you this right now, Ryan, the, the advanced numbers guys, they know, they know how great this guy's last year and a half is. And I think if you really looked into it a little bit more, especially like the 538s and some of the advanced NBA websites too, 
they all look at it and they say Jokic is the best, you know? So there's a lot of us that do that. Uh, you know what else is the best? This Chiefs game with the Bills, the Bills game. So excited about this one. So many notes for you and a few bets from this as well. Uh, let me get into the, before we get into the injuries and everything, I want to give you my favorite bet from this game, my favorite bet from this game. And I mentioned this last weekend, two of the three quarterback over rushing yards hit Patrick Mahomes has been running the ball a lot more lately. And I say this because Josh Allen, he's a guy regular season, not afraid to run Postseason, putting his body on the line. It doesn't, that's it. We got to get a Super Bowl. Same thing with Mahomes. I mean, Brady, we're not betting rushing props. Stafford, we're not betting rushing props. Both quarterbacks from this game, rushing props, I think are in play. Um, 20 and a half is what I got the Mahomes at. I, I really think it's good up to about 24 and a half. Why? I'm just looking at his game log. And I'm not a big, let's just study the game log and go forward. There, there's other data there, but one, two, three, four, four of his last five games. He's gone over the number 24 and a half. I got a 20 and a half. Again, don't worry about CLV. There's still some value there going up in the number 32, then no rushing yards against Pittsburgh. That was the blowout 25, 54 against the Broncos. And then 29 against Pittsburgh last week. I'm telling you, and I know it was only three carries. This guy, first of all, picks and chooses his spots. And when he does run, he has long runs. Uh, he had a 23-yarder last week, 25 the week before, 17 the week before, a 32-yard run. So I think my yeah, my favorite bet from this game is going to be Patrick Mahomes over his rushing yards. Again, 20 and a half. I'd go up to 24 and a half if it's past that. Don't mess with it. Let's look at the injury situation in this game. We start with the Chiefs. Rashad Fenton, questionable, didn't practice all week. If he plays, Oh, he's not going to be, he's not, he might not be as effective as the chiefs want him to be sitting all week. Uh, the running game for the chiefs going to get a boost. Clyde Edwards. E is back. Oh, Clyde Edwards. E This guy's he's good. He is. He's a good, he's an above average runner. You throw him back there with a healthy Jarek McKinnon. I think you got kind of a nasty one, two punch there, especially given the fact that you can run up the middle against the bills that is going to help the chiefs. They got an advantage on the interior offensive versus defensive line. That's the first thing. Uh, the bills are totally healthy, totally healthy coming into this game. You couldn't ask for anything more. Some notes that I dug up while trying to figure out what I was going to bet here. Kansas City, 0-3 against the other AFC playoff teams. Well, there's only, you know, what is it? There's three left now. So uh, they lost to the Bills. They lost to the Bengals um, since the bye. I've been saying, gosh, the Kansas City defense has been so good since week seven. You know, they changed everything up. They're stopping the run. Well, there are some outliers here, though. They gave up 404 yards to this anemic Broncos offense. They gave up 428 yards to the Chargers and 475 to the Bengals. So do we take the, the like, what was the other eight games or so and say, wow, that's a fantastic performance. And these are just outliers. Or can we say, wow, they give up 400 plus yards to three teams. I think that the chiefs defense will probably come back down to earth tonight. This will be a higher scoring game. Uh, and then back in October, now the bills beat up the chiefs. There are some differences between that victory early in the season and where the chiefs are right now, big differences. And I think the first thing is Chris Jones. He was not in the lineup for the chiefs in that first meeting against the bills, their defensive tackles. They didn't trade for Melvin Ingram yet. 
There's another huge piece of the puzzle on the defensive side of the football there. Frank Clark, his first game back from a hamstring injury. He had uh, Sharavius Ward, who was just coming back. So there were some defensive issues there. How does that explain, though, with all these guys back, the monstrous performances that they've given up to their opponents uh, over the last you know, month or so of the season? So not good. Uh, let's go into DVOA for a second. A very it, – it's a – good measure of how good a team is or how bad a team is. There was a good article on football outsiders yesterday, how the Titans, the DVOA didn't look good, but somehow, some way they were still successful underlying numbers. Well, it hurt them. And then yesterday it ended up hurting them because Tannehill threw three interceptions. Okay. So how do these teams go head to head chiefs third in offense bills, fifth in offense DVOA. Defense, Bills first, Chiefs 25th. Uh Uh-oh, big difference there, big difference there. Patrick Mahomes, let's see him under pressure. Under pressure, 42% completion rate. This is not good, a 69% rating. You know the Bills are coming after him. I love Patrick Mahomes, too. I wouldn't be shocked to see a couple of turnovers tonight, though. When he's clean, 76%, 75% completion percentage. He'll pick you apart. I expect the Bills to run a whole bunch at them. Uh, their pass defense, I expect the Bills also to play, you know, five defensive backs from time to time as well. Um, and they did a good job of getting to Mahomes in that first matchup. They did a good job of it. He had a 71 uh, passer rating. That wasn't good. It was that 38-20 win over the Chiefs at Arrowhead. And let me also say this about this game. As someone that went to University of Kansas, my first job in this industry was at a small television station there in Lawrence, Kansas. And my job was to be the cameraman on the sideline at Arrowhead Stadium. And by the way, I got trucked by Thurman Thomas. This is not even a joke. If we do the show later on, I've got all these stories from getting just destroyed by football players. It's it's sad. Being on the sideline there, I've never felt anything um, that had my heart palpitating. That's the noise level at Arrowhead. It is so freaking loud, but the bills managed to go in there and take care of business earlier this season. That's big. That is big. Um, something else to think of. And, and I've got a bet. I got a bet for a Tyreek anytime touchdown. Why? Well, the bills are great against non wide receiver ones. My buddy, Chris Raybon told me about this. So wide receiver ones can beat them. Tyreek Hill can beat them. But guys like Hardman, maybe Pringle, these secondary receivers could have some problems. So I think that Tyreek Hill is going to have opportunities here for big plays. And I think even though you'll see the two safeties deep and the extra and the extra uh, defensive backs like teams have been doing to the Chiefs, which, by the way, the Bills face the same thing. The two deep safeties, uh, the, Bill, the, the Bills were face, have been facing that a ton this season. I think, though. There are some struggles against wide receiver ones here. I do see a big, a big touchdown here for Tyreek Hill and an anytime touchdown. That to me is a fun bet from that one. So we got Mahomes, we got Tyreek. And, and the other one, the other thing to look at here is that the Kansas City defense, this is going up against Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, and a bunch of dudes who, by the way, are just playing great football right now. The Bills, to me, are the scariest team that are left. I don't want anything to do with the bills. The bills and Rams would be a spectacular super bowl spectacular, but you do have a lot of man coverage 
from the Kansas City defense. So what does that mean for player props? Let me say this. Um, If you go man coverage, that is going to leave the slot receiver open for a lot of usage. Now, I think Gabe Davis is a guy, a secondary guy that could have a nice night. The guy I'm looking at is Isaiah McKenzie, and this will be targeting a live receiving number, whether it be receptions or yards. But I tell you, if I see on the first drive that the Kansas City Chiefs are playing man against the Bills, I will go and I will live bet Isaiah McKenzie over receiving yards. This is a guy that I've really um, has really stood out lately as an integral part of this uh, Buffalo offense, a guy that Josh Allen feels comfortable with. Defenses have been taking Stefan Diggs away, so you've seen the emergence of Dawson Knox. You've seen Gabe Davis get some run, too. I think something to look at, live betting today, just keep this in the back of your mind if you want to do what I'm doing. Isaiah McKenzie, check out the receiving yards if you see if you see the Chiefs going man early, because if that stays, then I think McKenzie could have a few catches and probably get into the 30, 40 yard range. I really do believe that. So that'll be an interesting bet to look at as well. All right, we come back. We got more point spread Sunday coming up. Come on, we can't be dead yet. Let's go look at the DraftKings look ahead lines. What if the Bengals and the Chiefs play? What if the Bills and the Bengals play? Niners at Rams, Niners at Bucks. We'll look at all of these scenarios that are coming up here as conference championship weekend. We're about to know the matchups by the end of tonight. Holden Kushner, Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Point Spread Sunday is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No more spit cups. Oh, yes. No more of those. They're gross. No batteries to charge or leak the equipment to deal with. Zinn nicotine pouches are smoke-free, they are spit-free, and they're available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. Head on over to Zyn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's C-Y-N.com slash find. Warning, product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Okay, welcome back. It is Point Spread Sunday. Holden Kushner, uh, host of the VEASAN Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Check out the podcast if you like. Hit me up on Twitter, at Holden Radio. Always uh, love going back and forth with the viewers, whether you got a hot take, a cold take, or just want to say hi to me because, you know, it's always nice when people acknowledge your existence. Unfortunately, our producer, Matt, is just like, ah, hey, you're another guy. You know, get in here, get out. I just, I feel so shallow, Matt. I feel so, no. Let, let's get into this game. Let's get into this, uh, this, this futures game that we're going to do here. Look ahead lines. Futures. <sighs> Here's my thought on look ahead lines, by the way. I do wonder if you just bet a team over these next two games or, or three games, if we're talking about the bills and the chiefs and you just continue to roll that over, if that's not a better bet than betting 
the Bills at plus 350 or the Chiefs at plus 350 for the Super Bowl odds to win them all. But let's go look at the the potential head-to-head matchups, okay? Bengals and Chiefs. We'll start with the Bengals and Chiefs here. Minus six and a half is what the, the number would be for the Chiefs. This would be at Arrowhead because the Bengals are traveling no matter who they're playing. Uh, they're either going to Buffalo or Kansas City. Kansas City, best barbecue in the world. Uh, I don't want to hear from the Texas or the Memphis people. It's just fact. Uh, the other thing would be Buffalo. Apparently they have the best wings. I don't know. I'm not a big chicken wing guy. I'm a much bigger brisket, barbecue, brisket, burn ends, beans, but that's not on. That's not, I'm not here to talk about food. Although I'm really hungry. Bengals and chiefs minus six and a half, 51 and a half total Bengals at bills minus six for the bills, 50 and a half total. So eh, they're feeling the chiefs are, are a hook better. So in this game, you're going to hear underdog, underdog Bengals. They can't do it. And Joe Burrow says we're not underdogs anymore. I think the two best teams in the AFC though are playing each other tonight. And maybe the two best teams in the national football league, like the Bengals face the Raiders, the Bengals face the Titans. These were not prolific offenses, not whatsoever. And actually car moved the ball on the Bengals in that first game. Second game here, Tannehill was hot garbage. Tannehill is not Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Now, would I lay a full six, six and a half points? It's under a touchdown. And let me also say this. If one of these two teams blows the other team out tonight, you're not going to get a number at six and a half or six. I, I'm telling you right now, like if the bills go into arrowhead, win this thing, 41, 21, they put up 41 points in there. This thing's going to go to seven, seven and a half. So if you think no matter what the Bengals are going to be able to hang with the Bills or the Chiefs, or maybe even beat them outright. Well, maybe one of those numbers looks good to you. To me, I'm not messing with it because I think that the Bengals' run is going to be over after this one. Oh, but you said that before the first game, the second game. Um, no, no, not me. This is going to be the week. Uh, they're done after this one. It's been a nice ride. Burrow's going to get them to Super Bowls. Very confident in that as long as he stays healthy. Don't want to mess with that, though, with the Bengals and the Chiefs. What about the 49ers, though? Hmm. The 49ers, if I remember correctly, didn't they beat the Rams both times this year? Niners at the Rams minus 348 total. If the Rams end up winning this game against Tampa Bay today, you'll hear the old adage. Well, it's tough to beat a team three times in a row. Well, you know what? I, I remember there was like a Jacksonville, Tennessee matchup years and year, probably like 20 something years ago. And one of the team beat the other team three straight times. I, I don't take that into account. Like just because the team won two games doesn't mean they can't win the third game. What you do know though, is if it's the Niners and the Rams, two teams that beat the hell out of each other. Okay. And this surging, surging Niners defense. That's why they're here. That's why they're going to be in the NFC championship game. The Packers special teams and their defense and Debo Samuel, who, by the way, looked a little shaken up. Hopefully his ribs are going to be okay. Whatever was banged up. If the Niners at the Rams, 48 total. I would go under there because I don't think that the Niners are going to put up a ton of points. As far as the side goes, I would lay off. But I think the Niners defense with the Rams defense, that 48 total to me just off the bat right now kind of looks a little bit low. Things could change today. Maybe the Rams go out and they put up 41 points at Tampa Bay. That would affect the total right now. That's how I look at the total Niners at the Bucks. Now, again, kind of look toward the under. Niners, not a team that is going to score. They're going to try to control the clock with Eli Mitchell and Debo Samuel and hide Garoppolo as much as possible. On the other side, if the Bucs can get past today, 
Wow. That means, A, that their defense uh, is back in business big time. B, I think Leonard Fournette in the running game is back. So I don't have anything to do with that one. I think the, the most interesting one to me here would be the Niners at the Rams in an under 48 total. That's interesting. Now, the next one would be the Super Bowl odds. And we got the Bills and the Chiefs at plus 350. So if you did want to bet a future on one of the two teams and you have a strong conviction on who is winning tonight, then okay, I get it. Bills plus 350, Chiefs plus 350. It makes sense. Um, I also wonder though, if you just, but they're not going to be dogs is the only thing, but you got one, two, three games, three, you'd have potentially three more games for each team. If you just bet the bills tonight, the AFC championship game, the Super Bowl. I mean, that might actually end up working out a little bit better for you. Same thing with the chiefs, the bucks at plus 400. Again, they win those numbers that that goes way down. You're not getting a better price than what we're seeing with them right now. The Niners plus 450. I don't think that's changing depending on the opponent. If you think the Niners are in there plus 450 personally as dogs, they will be dogs again next week and they will be dogs in the Super Bowl. Well, unless the Bengals got there, there's another team where you could just bet the money line, see if they win one, see if they win two. I would feel more comfortable doing that. Rams plus 500. That's the team. Why are the Rams plus 500? Like, I, I think they go in there and they pull off an upset today. Straight up money line, they pull out an upset today. Another road team going in and winning this game. Their defense, aforementioned defense, I talked about this. They are going to put pressure on Tom Brady, and we have seen Tom Brady really struggle under pressure. Most quarterbacks do. Matt Stafford doesn't. Joe Burrow doesn't. But a lot of great guys, Mahomes does. Brady does. A lot of guys struggle under pressure. I think that's the play right there. If you're feeling confident about the Rams. Now, I'm not a futures Super Bowl better, but if I were at five to one, you're going to give me the Rams that I have a preseason ticket on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, I'll take that one. Bengals plus 750. If you're into Cinderella, by all means, go for it. But again, I think they'll be, they're going to be heavy dogs. Where we got six, right? We're at six, six and a half for that next game. And They'll probably even be dogs against the Niners if they were to face the Niners. There's something else with the Bengals where I would just hit the money line two straight weeks and see what you can get going on there. Uh, AFC, interesting here because the Bills and Chiefs to win the Super Bowl plus 350, both of them. But here, Chiefs plus 150, Bills plus 175. That's because of the uh, Bills getting a point and a half tonight. Bengals plus 225. To me, none of these bets make any sense. I'd rather bet on a team uh, next week with, I mean, if I got to take the chiefs and they're in there at the uh, chiefs and the points bills, and the, I'd rather do that than bet winning the AFC, even the Bengals plus two twenty-five. they're going to be dogs next week. So I'd rather hit the money line on that at a, at a cheaper price. And still, uh, I I'd feel comfortable about it. Um, then again, plus two twenty-five. hold on a second. I'm thinking out loud here because they're not going to be plus 200 on the money line. Are they? So maybe this is the time. Hold on. I'm going to step back. I'm talking through this out loud. Usually I do this in my brain with a lot of bad words, but I'm doing this out loud now. The Bengals, if you think the Bengals are, are, are winning next week against either team, then right now is the time to hit it at plus 225. So I, I, I corrected myself in the middle. Niners plus 150, Bucks plus 180, Rams plus 230. Eh, I mean, the, the reason why the Niners are the favorites because they're already there.
That's the reason why. Okay, we're going to come back. And Ben Brown from uh, Pro Football Focus, I love the numbers. I don't sit here and just read off stats. I think that's boring, and I think it's silly. And if you're only relying on data, uh, numbers, advanced numbers, then you're missing out on some things. It's okay to bet on field from time to time, but I love the numbers. And Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus is going to join me, and we're going to run down all the angles here on the two games coming up this afternoon. And Holden Kushner. Follow me on Twitter, at Holden Radio. Hit me up. I'm always good for a, a Twitter chat there. And you're checking out VEASAN, the sports betting network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com backslash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we got Hardwood Handicappers, Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com backslash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Holden Kushner hanging out with you here on Divisional Round Sunday. I think I just made that up, but it's Sunday. We got two great games coming up. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio. I am the host of VEASAN's Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. You talk about podcasts. Go check it out if you're ever betting a Colorado team or you like what I bring to the table, that's great. Um, let's bring in our next guest, though, and he's with Pro Football Focus. I love advanced numbers. I think it's something, you know, it takes a while for uh, the general public and more than anything, front offices, to really start embracing something new. Like in baseball, this whole thing started in 2002, 2003, and it took a good 10 years to catch on, and people are still complaining about it. The NFL, totally different beast, but Benjamin Brown from PFF joining us. Ben, thank you for the time this morning. Good morning, and I'm hoping you're enjoying these playoffs. That was interesting yesterday, wasn't it? Especially it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Obviously, it wasn't, you know, the offensive explosion that a lot of people are probably projecting here on Sunday. But, uh, you know, it was intriguing games came down to the wire. Of course, I do think, uh, you know, both both matchups today, everyone's kind of sitting here and it's like, you know, whoever wins uh, from these two games kind of has not necessarily uh, an easy path, but it seems like a pretty clear path to get to the Super Bowl based on, uh, you know, what we saw yesterday with both, you know, all four teams kind of uh, falling below expectations for all for how well they performed, especially offensively. So. Yeah. Yep. We got some rematches coming up too. And I'm looking forward to this. Let's get your breakdown here of uh, putting stock into meeting one compared to meeting two. Do you think there's any correlation between what the bills did to the chiefs in week three, where they beat them up good and this week, or do you not put any stock in it? I think I think there's definitely some ideas of like how they're going to perform from a schematic standpoint. Of course, you know the Bills jumped out to an early lead in that matchup. I think uh, the first drive was really heavily influenced by Josh Allen being able to scramble with his legs. He did get that you know first anytime touchdown score. I think he had two other successful scrambles on that drive as well. Uh, but outside of that, it was kind of you know a couple deep shots to Dawson Knox, one on a you know broken coverage play where Josh Allen kind of got out of the pocket. So if they can't contain Josh Allen, if he kind of gets going with his legs again here, uh, I do think that's 
going to be a pretty difficult task for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs to be able to slow down them offensively. And we're going to see a similar performance to what they did last week in the wild card round, right? Where they basically had no punts, all touchdowns, uh, full go, gas on the gas on the pedal basically the entire game. Uh, and I do think that uh, maybe this game turns into a shootout, but uh, it's going to be a difficult one. So my main takeaway from that week three matchup was how Tredavious White was utilized, right? Obviously, he's not going to be a factor in this game. I do think this is finally going to be the matchup for the Bills that catches up with the Bills defense. Uh, he spent the majority of snaps lined up against either Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. Now, how do they actually slow down those two guys in this particular matchup? That's the spot where the Chiefs obviously have to take advantage of because they uh, were not successful whatsoever uh, throwing the football deep in that match. Of course, like I said, the Bills got up early, kind of able to sit in this, you know, high shell cover cover four quarters look the entire game where they took away basically everything deep. So if the Chiefs can't do that again, uh, you know, if Tyreek Hill has 14-ish targets and still sits in at a 6.1 average depth of target, uh, the Chiefs are going to lose this matchup. So they need to hit some deep shots early, and I do think that uh, that's probably going to be uh, the main takeaway for what I see maybe being the correlated play with how this game played out in week three. You know, but we talk all about how the chiefs had to face the two deep safeties. You know, who else had to do that this year is the bills. You know, the bills had to adjust to that too. So that's one side of things. The other thing I think is interesting in this game and and listen, DVOA for those of you that, that, you know, study uh, some of these numbers, I think it's a nice, it's a nice outline. Okay. There's, there's some flaws with it, but you got two top five offenses in DVOA. You got the Bills, the best defense in the league. Chiefs sit there at 25th. And I know they were horrible the first seven weeks and really came on when Frank Clark came back and, you know, and, and, and Ward and uh, Chris Jones, obviously. But the, the, the stretch run there where they gave up 400 yards plus to the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Bengals, that concerns me. Should I be concerned about the Chiefs defense today? Yeah, I definitely would be right. I do think, like you said, you know, Frank Clark obviously helped in some manner, but uh, they just don't really have anybody at, you know, the cornerback position that's capable of, uh, you know, slowing down Stefan Diggs. Uh, I think, you know, Tyron Matthew might have some success with Dawson, with Dawson Knox, but Dawson Knox was the guy uh, that really drove this Bills offense forward uh, in that week five matchup, right? So uh, I do think that, uh, you know, if if the Chiefs win, it's going to have to be a little bit more of a shootout atmosphere. I think that's why you're seeing, you know, really high total in this particular matchup, but uh, scoring has been down basically uh, throughout the entire season. Obviously, yesterday, another indication of that. So I do think it's a spot where uh, early on in the game, especially if you're, you know, into live bet and those sorts of things, you're going to be able to see uh, whether this Bills defense is capable of slowing down Kansas City if they are kind of uh, able to take away some of those shots deep early on. If they are, uh, I think this game's going to finish under, and I do think the Bills are probably going to win pretty easily outright. Uh, if the Chiefs get hot early, uh, I do think the Bills can keep pace, but uh, that's really the only uh, game script that I see the Chiefs potentially being successful winning this matchup here. Well, these two teams score a lot on their first drives, and I think the first quarter total is an interesting one, too. Uh, But let's move on to the NFC side because we got a lot going on here, too, don't we? You got Tom Brady sacked four times last week. Now he's got this center. Ryan Jensen's messed up. Werfs may or may not play. And unfortunately for him, you know, he's one of the quarterbacks struggling under pressure. Him and Mahomes. You know, you got Stafford does not. He loves the blitz just like Burrow does. But Tom Brady, here's a lot of quarterbacks don't like pressure. They get pressure on him today. Are the Bucks dead? 
Yeah, I mean, pretty much, I do, I do agree with that 100%. Because you know, it's Mike Evans. I do think you know, on their last matchup in Week Three, uh, Jalen Ramsey was basically on Chris Godwin for the like 65, 70% of his snaps. I do think that's going to flip. It's going to be Mike Evans uh, this particular one. So then you're relying on guys like you know Tyler Johnson, who did have a pretty, uh, pretty productive game uh, in that Week Three matchup. But outside of that, it's like you know Rob Gronkowski obviously has been uh, the guy in the Buccaneers passing offense. But I think he's going to be forced to potentially stay in. Uh, chip block, maybe even pass block a little bit more uh, in that week three matchup. That was his highest, highest number of pass blocking snaps uh, in the 2021 season. So I think that if you're asking all these other guys, this is kind of the spot where, you know, the Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin injury finally could catch up to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense as well, or Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense as well. Uh, and they're going to need, you know, guys like Giovanni Bernard and Leonard Fournette underneath to potentially open some things up. And maybe Mike Evans can win one or two shots downfield. But uh, if they're getting pressure, on Tom Brady, he's not going to have many options uh, of guys that are kind of capable of getting separation there quickly, uh, and he's going to be able to find them. So definitely concerned a little bit, uh, especially if you know we see the Rams dial up a few more blitzes here. But uh, they've been they're a little susceptible in their secondary as well. Of course, Eric Weddle's potentially starting uh, at free safety for Taylor Rapp, so maybe that's a spot where they can finally win over the middle uh, with Rob Gronkowski or Tyler Johnson in the slot. But uh, it, it, it seems to be that the pressure situation, given the state of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line is really going to be where the Rams end up winning this matchup. That's interesting, Ben, because I, if the Bucks run a lot of two tight end sets, I would not be surprised. But right. if Gronk is in, if Gronk is in blocking most of the game, I don't know how they're going to move the ball. Uh, I'm not right. expecting Jalen Ramsey to shadow Mike Evans. I think he shadowed 18% in that first matchup from next gen stats. But I mean, if he has to stay in, there's going to be a lot of problems with the Bucks. And the more we're talking this out here, I'm already on the Rams, but boy, um, it, it's possible here that Brady has problems. He might have to throw the ball 40 times and still not score. So right. talk to me about the other side. Now let's go to the other side. Stafford's terrific against the blitz. So if the bucks try to do that this week, that could be a problem. But then again, here's Matt Stafford. What was it like eight interceptions down the stretch? And he's had some issues. What about the matchup between the Rams offense and the Bucks defense? Yeah, definitely. So I do think this is the one spot where the Bucks are finally healthy, right? I do think, you know, their entire secondary, basically Sean Murphy, Buntling's back, uh, you know, Jason Pierre Paul's back as well. Those two guys were missing that week three matchup. So I do think that they're going to have some success. I do expect this game to probably play under uh, in a lot of scenarios. Like you said, Matthew Stafford has become almost notorious for having these high variance turnover worthy play type situations, maybe leading to a pick six. I do think uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are potentially going to need some some sort of big play, big break like that in either the defense or special teams uh, in order to win this game outright. Of course, we saw that last night with San Francisco getting the, you know, the pump block uh, return for a touchdown sort of situation that ended up winning them the game. But uh, those things play out at certain times uh, throughout these particular NFL playoff games. And I do think that is really uh, the way that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to end up potentially winning this match because if they can get one of those high variance plays, but uh, that's not really something you want to, you know, buy into or bake into or even, you know, bet your hard earned dollars on, uh, you know, kind of these outlier type performances that can be almost completely random at certain times. Of course, you know, Matthew Stafford has been notorious for doing it, but uh, it's not really something that I'm totally uh, banking on or buying into here right now. So Got it, Ben. Thank you so much for the time. Make sure you follow Benjamin Brown at PFF underscore Ben Brown, PFF underscore Ben Brown. Thanks again for the time. Appreciate it. Take care and enjoy the games. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys. 
All right, I'll come back. I'll give you my best bets. I got quite a few of them. Already gave you some of them. Got a couple more in my back pocket. I'm Holden Kushner at Holden Radio on Twitter. This is Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. All our new Big Game, Big Dance special provides VEASAN plus access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. That's it. Sign up now. Get our daily best bets emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides. Oh, March Madness is coming up. I can't wait. Plus, we get full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns of every game. One of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out. On one of our best deals of the year, visit VEASAN.com backslash big deal to sign up today. So... Uh, our wonderful producer, Matt, in the background, getting a second shout out today. Uh, thank you very much for the time. Uh, wonderful to see you wearing a mask as well. Um, I was going to do the show in a mask today, and then I realized I didn't need to wear one in my own house. So anyways, my best plays, my plays today, I've got quite a few of them. Now, last week, let's just quick review, three and three, up a half unit, spent a half unit on single game parlays, maybe even a quarter unit. So we'll try and do better this week. We were up. And I got to do better than Mark Zeno, the guy that was on Saturday. And for what I understand, Zeno did pretty well yesterday, so let's go kick some butt. Okay, we're going to start with this one. Rams and Buccaneers. I feel like I've laid it out pretty strong why I like the Rams. I mean, there's a legitimate shot, legit shot, that we have four road dogs coming out and going into the conference championship weekend. So, Here's what I like. First, Rams. Rams offense, EPA, terrific. They're going to go, they're number one. They're going to be going up against a surging Tampa Bay defense, though. And Levante David, Shaq Barrett, JPP, all these guys are healthy again. That's going to be one great matchup to watch. I do not see the Bucs blitzing very often, given that Stafford is so good against the blitz, and he kind of picked them apart in that first one. So, that's going to leave some underneath routes open. Um, it's tough to run against them, so I'm not looking for a gigantic day from Cam Akers. But how about that dude coming back off the Achilles injury? Uh, anyways, then I look at the other side, and I say to myself, boy, the Rams defense looked great. I knew coming into this year, you've got superstars all over the place. Everybody knows, Don, uh, everybody knows Donald and Ramsey. I mean, they are stocked. They are locked and loaded from top to bottom. So I kind of lean toward the under in this game. I, I, I do see Brady under attack a lot. Um, and ultimately, I see the Rams, this thing playing out with the Rams defense, ultimately taking this thing. And I got the Rams. Uh, I'm taking a plus three on the road here. And really a, a, a smaller bet on the money line, too. So I'm all over the Rams. Yesterday, the road dogs liked them. Love the road dogs today. Both of them, as a matter of fact. How about that? Can we go 4-0 with road dogs here? The other one, here's the other bet that I like from this game. Odell Beckham. Oh, there's a couple other bets. He caught a six-touchdown pass in nine games since that midseason trade. So Stafford, first of all, big plays from Odell Beckham. Stafford looking for this guy. And while Cooper Cup, it's Cup, it's Higby in the red zone, what we're starting to see out of Beckham now, he stunk up the joint. He was not good in Cleveland. Trust me, some of that was on him. A lot of that was on Mayfield, too. But uh, the other thing people forget, he was injured. I mean, this guy has not been healthy in years. And I think we're starting to see a healthy Odell Beckham for the first time in how long? Three, four years? Been a long time. 
He is now 100%. It took him a long time this season to get where he needed to be. Quick twitch. I think he's he's now able to find spots quicker in the end zone. I, I love him to score a touchdown today. So anytime touchdown for Odell Beckham, you get that. And then the other side, I'm going to go back to Gronk. This will be a quarter unit play on the same game parlay. Uh, Rob Gronkowski to get back in the end zone today. I, it's going to be Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski because Brady is not going to win this game hitting Ty Johnson, Scotty Miller, and a banged up Lenny Fournette out of the backfield. It's going to have to be Gronk. Uh, Gronk receptions, Gronk yards. But the thing I like the most is Gronk getting back in the box this week. He did it again last week toward the end of the uh, game. A little Gronk, <clears throat> Odell Beckham, anytime TD parlay, you're getting about three plus 350 on that one. So those are the bets um, that I like from that side today. Let's move on to the other game. The other game, huh? The other game is a pretty good game too, isn't it? Um, and that would be what? The Bills and the Chiefs. So, a couple bets from this game. First of all, the Bills team total. So, as I have laid out before, <clears throat> the Chiefs defense, after that first seven-week stretch, had been much, much better. I mean, if, if you just look statistically, advanced statistics, normal statistics, any time of statistics, uh, they had taken leaps and bounds from the second half of the season to now. But here's what scares me that there were some outliers and the outliers was, I don't know how the hell they gave up 400 plus yards to the Broncos chargers. I get it. 428 yards. And then another 475 to the Bengals. Now they're, they're healthy. They've got Chris Jones this time around. They've got Melvin Ingram this time around. The first time they got beaten up by the bills pretty bad was 38, 20. I don't like those blow up spots there. And I don't like the fact if I'm a chiefs fan, that Josh Allen is starting to play at the same level or has been playing at the same level as Patrick Mahomes. To me, these are the two best quarterbacks in the national football league. Tom Brady is like a different beast, but as far as just straight up play quarterback, not the intangibles, not everything around them. These are the two best. And I say this again, these quarterbacks, especially the mobile ones in the playoffs, it's trends. Now they get into the playoffs Maybe they didn't want to tuck the ball and run as much during the regular season. Everything's on the line now, and their bodies are on the line. And I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes, and I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes all week long. I'm looking at this. I'm saying, you know what? Let's hit it now. 20 and a half. I think this thing's in the mid-20s. I think this prop is good up to about 24 and a half. But Patrick Mahomes, over 20 and a half rush yards. He's running. And you go look at the game log. I think it's four of his last five. He's done that. He's getting big chunk runs, too. 30-yard run, 15-yard run, 20-yard run. He could pick this thing up in one run. So Patrick Mahomes continuing to run. Now, I missed out on the best number on Josh Allen. I saw it at maybe 38 and a half. I mean, now it's it's just completely inflated. If you're going to bet it, hope he doesn't run the first couple of drives and then get in on it. Maybe the, maybe the Chiefs end up uh, containing him. First couple of drives, they figure something out. There's a lot of designed runs, though, for Josh Allen. So you have a built-in floor with Josh Allen, too. Don't forget about that. If you are betting an over with Josh Allen rushing yards, then you know he's going to get a couple plays. They're just going to design it for him, and he's had success there. Uh, the next bet that I like from this one, how about the Bills team total over 26 and a half? It's a huge number. I get it. But I think the one game that shoots out this week is this one. 
Not a huge surprise yesterday. The Tennessee Bengals game was gross. Not a huge surprise that the Packers Niners game was gross, especially since one of the quarterbacks was Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, how the Niners are going to pull off two more wins with that guy, at quarterback. I don't know, but they aren't a good spot to do it. They only got two more wins to go, but this chiefs team again, with the explosive um, opponents yards against the points against with the Broncos, the chargers, and I just don't feel comfortable in the Bengals. I don't feel comfortable with them. I think this is a bad matchup. Everybody's a bad matchup going up against Josh Allen. This is an extremely bad matchup. Devin Singletary, who has just been a revelation. They didn't have a running game since Josh Allen had been there. Now Devin Singletary's running around. And, and, and I'll tell you right now, I'm going to remind you of this live betting opportunity for me is Isaiah McKenzie. I think he's utilized out of the slot today. If, if, the Chiefs go to man coverage. And if I see the Chiefs in man coverage early, and it's not like they couldn't change coverages up, but if I see in the first couple of drives that the Chiefs are going to man coverage, Isaiah McKenzie, to me, is the guy that is going to be the beneficiary, and that is a live yardage overprop. So I'm an under better, but this week, got some overs. Uh, yesterday, we hit the Garoppolo under. That was nice to see. But Mahomes over 20 and a half rush yards, good up to 24 and a half. Bills team total over 26 and a half. You can get it there. I wouldn't go higher than that. <clears throat> and the Rams plus three at the Bucks. I might actually come to think of it after I get off the show. I might actually just hit the Rams money line at this point. Um, I'm talking myself into the Rams even more. And that's odd, right? Because Tom Brady goes to the conference championship every year for like the last 10, 11 years. He's just there, whether it be in the AFC or the NFC. But those are my plays. Rams plus three. Bills team total over 26 and a half. Mahomes over 20 and a half yards, up to 24 and a half. Odell Beckham anytime touchdown. Gronk Beckham anytime touchdown. Single game parlay. Quarter to a half unit on those. Matt, wonderful job behind the scenes. Really appreciate you making this uh, easy for me on this side. Thanks to our guests too, Ben Brown and Eric Edholm. They were spectacular as well. Don't forget, check out my podcast, the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. It's backed by Visa. All I do is talk about betting Denver and Colorado sports teams. Follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio. Again, thanks to you so much for watching and listening. It means a lot to me. This has been Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.